0: This Gospel message is brought to you by the Redeemed Christian Church of God, Fountain of Love, Aberdeen, UK. Open your heart to receive this life-changing Word of God. Father, we thank you. You indeed are God and we worship you. You are the reason we are here and you are the essence of our living. You are the centre of it all. Father, we worship you. Lord we bow in all of who you are father you are so amazing you are awesome you are glorious you are wonderful father we worship you Lord we worship you Lord we worship you hallelujah to you hallelujah to you hallelujah to you Lord we shall hallelujah unto you Father, we thank you, Lord, we thank you, Father, we thank you. Thank you for your presence here this morning. Thank you because, Lord, you will touch us one more time. Thank you because no one will go back the same way he or she has come in. Thank you for your lifting, O God, of our souls this morning. Thank you, Father, for taking away every burden upon our shoulders. Lord, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah to you. Just give a wonderful clap unto the Lord as we take your seat in his presence. Every choir in Amen. In his presence there's fullness of joy. Hallelujah. And this month the Lord has said to us that this month of December is our month of rejoicing. I will rejoice. I don't know about you. I, Reuben, as I stand before you, I shall rejoice. And you see, when I, I was uh, preparing for this, the first thing that came to my mind was, you know, the reminder of the month we celebrated joy. Hallelujah. You know, and that, 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 that month, the Lord said, you know, the Lord gave us a word from, from um, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 6. He said, rejoice evermore. And then I was wondering, I said, okay, this is the month of joy. But he said to us, the month of rejoicing. Hallelujah. He said, it's the month of rejoicing. So I started to look at the two, the two of them. Joy, rejoice. Amen. Joy, rejoice. And I started to celebrate. Hallelujah. I started to celebrate. Because if the Lord had said to me earlier that this is my, that, that month was my month of joy. And he is saying this month of December is my month of rejoicing. It means that I have to celebrate. Amen. Because you cannot rejoice when you don't have joy in you. Because rejoicing is what is in you that you show forth. It's the joy that is in you that you show. It's the joy that is in you that you bring. Hallelujah. And so I said, it's a time of rejoicing. I don't know how many of you, I don't know, it's a time of celebration. I don't know how many of you are ready to celebrate. But I, Reuben, I'm going to celebrate this month. Hallelujah. And nothing, even if you are my friend, I will bulldoze you down if you stop me from (laughs) celebrating. Hallelujah. Because it's time to celebrate. You know, when I read the passage that the Lord gave us in in Job chapter 8, the interesting thing that happened there is this. Bill, Bill had who came to see Job. He is his friend. The three of them were introduced to us in chapter 2 of, uh, of of Job. But in this chapter 8. The man came back. And he started to speak to Job. He started telling him all manner of things. And getting down to. You know uh, Job. Uh, chapter 8 verse which is our uncle verse chapter 8, verse 21. Then he said something as if he was still trying to insult, you know, Job. You know, he said many things to him. Oh, this thing that has happened to you, just go and repent. Are you, you know, are you sure it's not because of your sins? How will God just take away your children one day? How will you you from up here just crumble overnight? Check yourself, you, you must have sinned. He must have done something. But see the way the Lord works. When he got to the concluding part of his message to Job, when he got to his concluding part of his, his advice to his friend, the Lord used his mouth to prophesy into the life of Job, which he himself didn't know. I am sure when he said after that time, if he's, if he's, after sitting there and reflecting on what he said to Job, he would have been wondering, how did I say this? It was the same him who after he had said all, then he now said, he will yet fill your mouth with laughing. And he said, and your lips with rejoicing." And that was why I said, I will celebrate. You know why? Because the latter years of Job, hallelujah, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. The latter years of Job, if you look at this, this man had already said, your time of celebration will come. Where all that you have lost, even though I have said is your sin, but time of celebration will come. Where all that you have lost will be more than you ever imagined. Did it come to fulfillment or not? God did it. God did it for him. I will celebrate. You know, I proposed in my mind this month. I said, when I wake up, in fact, at some point, I I thought I was losing it. One morning I got up, I was looking for a ball pen to write on my wall. You know, I said, when I wake up on this side, as I open my eyes, this is the day the Lord has made. I, Reuben, I will rejoice and be glad in it. In case I wake up on this side, as I open my eyes, let it be the first thing I see. This is the day the Lord has made. I, Reuben, I will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the month the Lord has made. And I, Reuben, hallelujah. Hallelujah. What is your joy level? What is your joy level? Job chapter 8 verse 21 is our uncle passage. I've read that, isn't it? So, what is your joy level? We should periodically check our joy level. We should from time to time check with ourselves. The way we check on others, how are you doing, how are you keeping, are you well? We should check, with our, on, check our own level of joy. Even if you think there's nothing, even if you think, okay, let, let me say it. It's okay. It's okay to think that maybe you are, you are, you are, your joy level is low. It's okay to think, how can I gauge it? It's okay to think maybe it's not there. But God has brought it back to us and said, look, uh, joy, the month of rejoicing, you are going to rejoice this month. Then it means that I should get myself back and said, I should be ready. I should set myself on that attitude that I will rejoice because God has brought it back. Whether you have it or not, whether it's hard to gauge, but it is time. It is time that you unlock your joy and defend it. Our topic this morning is defend your joy. Defend your joy. Defend your Joy. Joy. And I try to look at joy. I try to look at what joy is. And I discover that a lot of times, you know, we we kind of uh, use the word joy and happiness interchangeably. But they are not the same. They are two different things. Joy and happiness. Happiness is a feeling based on external circumstances. The things that are happening around me can make me happy just for that moment. Um, I see my friend I've not seen for, for some time. It become, it, I, can, I can feel happy. Eh? Your loved one comes in, you, you've not seen, you just feel happy, isn't it? That's happiness. It's just by the things around you. But joy is a choice, and it's not dependent on a, a external circumstances, it is an internal emotion. Somebody said, joy is a decision, a really brave one about how you are going to de- depend, defend your life and respond to life. So, joy comes, it, 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 joy comes from the inside. Joy is something that eats in your inside and whether the circumstances outside allows it or not, you just find yourself joyous. Joy is not something that, you know, because I'm connected to you, you are not happy, then, I, I, you know, I would, my joy will stop. Joy is not like that. And where your joy comes from determines how long it will last. In John 15 verse 11, John chapter 15 verse 11, the Bible says to us that these things I have spoken to you that my joy may remain in you and that your joy may be full. If you have full joy, if you have full joy, because what, what, what Jesus Christ was saying here is that my joy in you equals full joy, equals lasting joy. So if you have that joy in you, it means that it will just continue to flow. It will just continue to flow. Unfortunately, a lot of us are settling for partial joy said, so that your joy will be full. But some of us are, 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 are settling for even quarter joy. Not even half joy. May you go for the full one. You've got to own it. You've got to own the joy. You've got to own it. Get the full joy. My joy is too important to leave it to Anyone. Or even give it away. My joy is too important. I've just come to realize that I can't allow my joy to be controlled by the things around me. Or people I'm connected with. Or things I'm connected with. I, I, I can't. I just realized it just can't happen. Just just, just bring it anyway. I've decided that, look, you cannot. I, uh, on Thursday, we we're speaking, you know, we we're sharing with some uh, folks. And I told them, I said, see, I said, I was going home and someone called me. I said, when, when he started speaking, he was talking, and I was trying to tell him, oh boy, calm down, calm down. This thing you are saying is not, is not aligning with my, my spirit and my thinking. So please calm down. If you are not going to, I will cut the phone. I thought I was joking. And he just went on, and he went on, and he, I just switched. I, 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 I don't want, to, no, you, you can't bring in those kind of things to corrupt the joy that is in me. I want to, look, I'm going to, oh, you don't understand. I'm going to rejoice because I want my joy to be full. May your joy be full also. Rejoice. To rejoice means feel or show great joy or delight. To feel or show great joy or delight. Now, you can't feel what is not in you. And you can't show what you, don't, what you don't have. If I tell you that I have a blue shirt and you don't see it, is it not just left for your imagination? But I say to you, I have a, 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 a light blue shirt and, and I'm showing you. You know, you don't have to begin to imagine what shade of blue it is. You don't have to start imagining. So we're going to look at a few things. Joy and praise, and joy and so on. You know, joy, joy produces praise. Joy also produces praise. Psalm 9 verse 2. Psalm 9 verse 2. Psalms number 9 and verse 2, please, if we can take it. Hallelujah. I will be glad and rejoice in you. I will sing praises to your name, O Most High. That's it. Yeah, I'll be glad and rejoice in you. I will sing praise to your name Most high. He said, I will be glad and I will do what? Rejoice in you. He said, that rejoicing, the product of it is praise. When you rejoice, when you rejoice praise comes easily. When you rejoice, praise is it's as good as automatic. When you rejoice, praise is a natural outcome of joy. It is a natural outcome. I will rejoice and be glad, is what the passage says to us. Joy fuels praise. The way fuel is used to power a vehicle is the way joy is used to power praise. Someone who is constantly joyous is not difficult for the person to praise. just imagine yourself you walk into the office and this is your colleague just walk into the office you're praising and the person is just looking at you you know there are people that naturally they just like to be sad and then the person is carrying that long face and sad and the person can't see how do you how would you feel that morning going to that person in the first instance in the morning first thing in the morning and that's the first person you're meeting And the person is coming with this sad face, sad, everything around the person is sad. How would you feel? And with that person in that state, do you think if you, for any reason, you start to praise, the person will join you in that praise instantly? If you are happy, you are joyous. It will take the person time. Even if the person eventually joins you, you find out that it's not coming from It's just, and and it happens even on Sundays when we come in here, you know it. We all sit here. It happens even on Sundays. You know it because that's why sometimes the person who is leading praise here is struggling and telling us, are we okay? (laughs) Joy is a major fuel for praise. Joy is a major fuel for praise. Joy available equals praise automatic. Praise is, is always in automatic gear if joy is available. Praise is in automatic gear if joy is available. You don't struggle to praise if you, if you have joy. You don't struggle to praise if you are not struggling to be excited. You don't struggle to praise if you are not struggling to be excited. Whatever attracts your joy... Directly, uh, whatever attacks your joy, directly attacks your praise. Whatever attacks your joy. So when when the devil is coming, he's he's not not going to attack your praise. Because he knows if he goes for the praise and you're still joyous, then he has not done anything. But when he attacks your joy and you are sad, depression is is, is like a depressed earth, which is the valley. He will, that's the one that he will look for to attack. So you're not doing anything if you are not protecting your praise. You're not doing anything much about your praise until you are doing something about your joy. Does that make sense? So if you want to protect your praise, then you must do something about your joy. Protect your joy first. it is critical that you keep your joy intact because your joy is a fuel for your praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Joy. So, why must you defend your joy? Why must you defend your joy? Number one, joy is a sponsor of strength. Number one, joy is a sponsor of strength. The Bible tells us in in Hemaire chapter 8, the latter part of uh, verse 10, that the joy of the Lord is one, your strength. So joy sponsors your strength. Joy sponsors your strength. Can we read Habakkuk 3 from verse 17, please? Habakkuk chapter 3 from verse 17. Oh, wow. That's really big, isn't it? Okay. Though the fig tree may not blossom, no fruit be on the the vines. Though the labor of the olive may fail, and the fields yield no food. Though the flock may be cut off from the fold, and there be no herd in the stalls. Yet, I will rejoice in the Lord, and I will joy in the God of my salvation. Hallelujah. I will joy in the... The Lord of my salvation. The God of my salvation. Despite everything that will go around me. Despite all the things that anyone will bring across to me. I will not let them to distract me. In all of those situations. In all of the things. Despite what the economy is saying. Despite what the weather out there is saying. Yet. I will do what? I will rejoice in the Lord. I will rejoice in the Lord. Joy is a strength. Joy sponsors strength. Joy sponsors your strength. You cannot run out of strength if you have not run out of joy. You cannot run out of... Joy is a source of a spiritual strength. Show me a joyful person and I will show you someone who is strong spiritually. Show me a joyful person. Every you Look at all the generals. Look at all the men of God. You know, in, in, in the midst of all of this, as I was preparing, I just looked, I said, Lord, give me that kind of, feel me. You know, that, that kind of spiritual strength that I would just be laughing. You, you, I don't know how many of you you, you know, have watched uh, Kenneth, Kenneth E. Hagen. Those, he's. Somebody will be laughing. It will, it will just be coming from here, and you see anointing flowing, and people are just, you know, falling under anointing. I said, Lord, give me that kind of joy. Joy that is full that will come from here, that when I laugh, things happen. That when you come. I had a man of God who was talking about, you know, the time that his wife was ill and so many things that they were thinking they were going to lose her. And this man said, in the midst of all of that, he was, you know, playing around with people. And he said, genuinely, and he was just dancing and singing. He said, because he knows the God that he's up. And his joy, he said, the joy was genuine, genuine, right from here. May our joy be full and be genuine in the name of Jesus. Number two, joy fuels inspiration. Joy uh, joy fuels inspiration. People who are joyous catch light easily. All of us sitting here, you find out that the most excited people will catch revelation of what we're talking about here faster than someone who has come in here depressed. Or someone who has come in here sad. You know you, 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 know, you don't get anything out of depression. Best of it is you dream, have nightmares. You can't catch revelations. revelation. You, 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 you see, when you have depression, like, you see, when you have depression, you can't hear. You can't hear one day because you are, the whole thing has taken over your mind. So when it comes everything because even you are just sitting there with us but you're not here. You are just sitting there. Joy is a facilitator for your access to revelation. The more joyful you are, the greater your access to revelation. The more joyful you are, the greater. Rejoicing people don't lack access to revelation. And that's why I said, I look, I said, I must, whatever it will take me for this joy to continue perpetually be full. Because if you want to hear, you want to see, you have to remain joyful. Depression, it's, it's an anti-revelational, revelational agent. It's an enemy of insight. You can't, be, you can't be weighed down and say you are catching revelation. You can't be, you see, you see, like Lade was saying this morning, it's like having, carrying two bags of cement here. One here, one here. Imagine that they bring a bar of weight, 100 kilograms. And you, you ask me to carry it, or you just drop it on me. What's going to happen? It will weigh me down. But if you tell me to carry it as a form of exercise, I will joyfully do it and carry it and I will just be pumping with it. The, the difference is that when you throw it on me, it will weigh me down. And in that place, all you'll be hearing is me groaning or screaming. At that instance, I can't hear anything. And that's how it is with joy and wit people who are weighed down. May we never be weighed down in the name of Jesus. Number three, joy is a pathway to, the, to high places of life. Joy is a pathway to high places of life. Please again, can we have the Habakkuk chapter 3, verse 18 to 19. He said, "Yet I will rejoice in the Lord, and I will joy in the God of my salvation." Nineteen, please. He said, "The Lord God is my strength. He will make my feet like the deer's feet, and He will make me to walk where on my high heels." To the chief musician with my string instruments, He will make me to walk on my high heels, my high places, my high. There's no 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 walking in low places. He lifts you. Joy takes you to makes you to walk on high places. Joyous people, they easily walk into high places. If your boss comes into the office and he's looking for someone to do something, or maybe maybe he has come that morning in a happy mood, joyous mood too, and he wants to bless somebody. Who do you think amongst two people, one that is sad, one that is, 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 is joyful, who do you think is the first person that is likely to attract his attention? And he will call the person into the office, and then that person will start to, be, to, start to feel that, look, why is this man, he doesn't like me? You know, that's the beginning of that's also the continuation of that sadness isn't it he doesn't like me they don't like me in this office everything is not me they pick him everything is no but why will they not pick him when all the time that all they are seeing in you is sadness everything you say is about sadness you don't have any you don't say any good thing you just find out that such people all that they say oh everybody is everybody in my village is a witch the, the wizards the lizards the uh, the cockroaches everybody is why would somebody want to? Because when all that is coming up from that person is those kind of things. A valley is a depression on the earth. On the earth's surface. So when you, de- when you are depressed, you, imagine you are in the valley. Can you see? When others are standing up there, will you see there? They will be walking there. But once you walk up there, you walk with them, you walk in that place. May the Lord take us to to our high places. In the name of Jesus. May we never be weighed down. You know, in Nehemiah chapter 2 from verse 1 to 3, Nehemiah came there, he said something. It was quite interesting. You know, he stood before the king. Because you're looking at Nehemiah and you're saying, ah, it's because of the joy in you. It's because you're always a happy, chappy person. It's because you're always joyous that you are made to, to starve in, in the king's palace. And then all of a sudden, that was Nehemiah saying that, look, 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 that him, what has taken him is that sadness. Therefore, the king said to me, why is your face sad since you are not sick? This is nothing but sorrow of heart. So I became dreadfully afraid. Dreadfully, can we go? He said, and, and said to the king, "May the king live forever. Why should my face not be sad when the city, the place of my father's tombs, lies waste and its gates are burned with fire?" When he got the news about the destruction of his city, he just he became so sad to the extent that the king saw it and even noticed that. Look, you've never been like this. Even he confirmed that I've never been like this. I'm here because of the joy. I'm, I'm, I was meant to be serving here because of the joy on me. But when he heard that news, there are some news that we, you don't want to hear them. There are some news you don't want to hear. Sometimes some of us, you know, you, when you hear some news from across. Let's go The high places are my place. I don't know about you. The high places are my place. Depression can never keep me down. I will not let depression keep me down. In the name of Jesus. Why not confess that to yourself? The high places are my place. Depression cannot keep me down. Depression cannot weigh me down. Sadness cannot keep me down. Sadness cannot weigh me down. In the name of Jesus. No matter how difficult that interview is, no matter how difficult that situation is, still be smiling, still be joyous. Just make the interviewer feel, look, let him be the one asking, what's wrong with you? <laughs> you know, the first time I, 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 someone came, it was in this, this, this very sanctuary. I remember very well. He stood there. And, and we, we all laughed that 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 night. And, and he came out. The brother wrote his name to give testimony. And he came out smiling joyously, and he said to us, "He's here to testify to the goodness of the Lord because he just lost his job." Huh? I don't know how many of you remembered brother IBM when he lost. He came here. Tell me where is B M today? Because that that his job that situation did not last long. High place is my place in the name of Jesus. Number four, joy is a key to positive events, positive happenings. Proverbs 15:15. 15, 15. Please. Proverbs 15 15. It says all the days of the afflicted are evil, but he who is of a merry heart has a what? He who is a, of a merry heart has what? The NIV says, all the days of the oppressed are wretched. But the cheerful heart has a continual feast. Can we take the NLT, please, if we have it there? I, I just want us to, to look at this. This, He said, for the despondent, everyday brings trouble. For the happy heart, life is a continual feast. Which do you choose? Happy heart. Happy heart. The despondent everyday is trouble. You wake up from your house as you're going because of your troubled mindset. And you, get, you, do, you didn't even see that thing. You stumble over it. And then maybe it's something that is fragile. You have destroyed it. You have broken it. And so you just continue like that trouble. Grumbling, going down the stairs. You have hit something again. Maybe spill something. And you're just you know, complaining. You know, that's what it brings. But for the happy heart, The cheerful heart, the joyous heart, life, life is a continual feast. May we feast every day in the name of Jesus. I refuse negative news around me. I refuse negative news around my life. I refuse it totally in the name of Jesus. I refuse the temptation to go into depression. I refuse the temptation to hear negative news. I refuse it. I refuse it. Number five. Joy is a key to health and vitality. Proverbs 17, It says, a merry heart doeth good like medicine. Joy is a key to health uh, uh, and vitality. So that's why you have to defend your joy. You just have to defend it. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Joyful people don't get weakened. They don't get weakened. They grow from strength to strength. When the heart is broken, you are grounded. It's like a car without an engine. When you have your car and the engine knocks, that it's you grounded. You cannot move that day. You cannot move that morning. You can't move. No matter, no matter how. When The heart is broken, you are grounded. May we may our hearts never be broken yeah. as you rejoice, you know, revelation keeps flowing, then health and vitality manifest in your life. Then health and vitality manifest. And that's in number six: joy brings supernatural fruitfulness. Psalm 67, from verse 4 to 7, please. Psalm 67, 4 to 7. Joy brings supernatural uh, uh, fruitfulness. He said, oh, let the nations be glad and sing for joy. For you shall judge the people righteously and govern the nations on the earth. Let the people, let the peoples praise you, oh God. Let all the peoples praise you, yeah? Then what will happen? Then the earth shall yield her increase. God, our own God, shall bless us. So, increase, fruitfulness is the product of joy. When we praise, when we are joyous in God, then he makes the earth to yield its increase for our sake. He causes us to be fruitful. Supernatural fruitfulness it is a product or the outcome of joy. When the people rejoice and are glad, when you rejoice and you are glad, when all of us rejoice and we are glad, then God will cause the land to yield its, fruit, uh, its increase for us. Then we will be fruitful. May we all be fruitful in the name of Jesus. Yeah. May we all be fruitful in the name of Jesus. So what do we do? Quickly, let your rejoicing be in the Lord. Number one, let your rejoicing be in the Lord. Also, ask for God to empower you by his spirit. Ask for God to empower you by his spirit. God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness. Is what the psalmist says in Psalm 45, verse 7. There is an anointing of gladness. It is an operation of the Holy Spirit. So let the Holy Spirit empower you. When the Holy Spirit empowers you for joy, it be, you know, your joy becomes unstoppable. And Isaiah 61 verse 3 also says to us that the oil of joy for mourning, oil of gladness is glorified. It means I will change your statues, translating you into the realm of no limit in your joy. Do not harbor unforgiveness. Three, do not harbor unforgiveness. When you you harbor unforgiveness or bitterness in your life, you are not likely to get anything. Hannah, in 1 Samuel chapter 1 from verse 7, reading down, Hannah was pouring her heart down, you know, complaining. She was just complaining until she got to that point. You know, the point that she got her breakthrough was when she got up and ate bread and drank. That was when her eyes started to see because at the point that she was grumbling and complaining, there was no way God was just like, Okay, in this your state, even if I step in, you can't hear me, you won't hear me. So stay. And God used Eli to lift her up, to bring her and say, Look, this is it. And as soon as she got there, she caught the revelation. And things just changed for her. Do not have unforgiveness or bitterness in your life. Always celebrate. Always celebrate. The divine intervention is proven by man's celebration. You will never be free from frustration until you commit to celebration. First Thessalonians 5.16 says rejoice always. Rejoice always. So make it an attitude to rejoice. Every now and then, make it an attitude to rejoice. Make it an attitude. Just be always in the attitude of rejoicing until it becomes your DNA, until it becomes a part of you. Hallelujah. Is someone ready to rejoice this month? Is someone ready to move from a, from a lower level, a lower realm to a higher realm by the reason of joy? Rise up with me if you are that person. Rise up, rise up with me. Just begin to celebrate the king of things. Begin to appreciate him. Appreciate him for joy that he has brought to us. Appreciate him for this month of rejoicing. Appreciate him, appreciate him, appreciate him, appreciate him. I have only one prayer point for you and I. I have only one prayer point. And that prayer point is that, Lord, whatever the situation is, let it not take my joy away from me. Let me be joyful in the name of Jesus. Are we praying that prayer? Lift up your voices and just pray. Lord, whatever the situation is, whatever the circumstance is, Lord Almighty it will not take my joy from me. Lord, whatever the situation, Lord, let me rejoice in you always as you commanded. Father, let so that my joy will be full. Lord, let joy flow from inside of me limitlessly. Father Almighty, no matter what I go through, no matter the situations, Father, let me not oh God, compromise my joy in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Father, we thank you. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for your word that you have sent to us. Father, Father help us to be joyous. Amen. Whatever has taken our joy away, Father, restore it back. Amen. Restore our joy back to us. Lord, cause us to rejoice evermore. In the name of Jesus. Lord, let no one here, let no one in our midst, Father, lack joy. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. And when you begin to bless us with fruitfulness, Father, as a result of the joy, let's all be partakers of it. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, blessed Redeemer. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' glorious name, we have prayed. Amen. Hallelujah. Please take your seat.